men are not monogamous. Men are not monogamous. Women are. <laughs> it's a fact, not an opinion. Oh, Every time I do this message, people think that I have some type of hidden agenda, some type of lustful nature, and they think that I make these messages for the men. But I honestly make these messages for the women because I truly believe in the scriptures when it says that the truth shall set you free. I want to ask the women, specifically the black women, how many single women do you know? How many single moms do you know? And of all the single women you know, I want you to do a survey in your mind how many of those women left their men for cheating or for so-called cheating because he slept with another woman? Black women, women in general, but specifically the black women. Do me a survey in your head right now. Men, you do it too. Think about how many women you know that are single. I know thousands that are single. And in almost every single case, if not 98%, 99% of them left their husbands or left their baby's father or left their children's dad because he so-called cheated. Now, you're telling me that 99% of these relationships, these men are just dogs and they're just lustful and they're just fornicators? Or could it actually be possible that it's in a man's nature to be with more than one woman, specifically these black men? Men are not monogamous. Biologically, sex is designed for one main purpose, procreation. Anything else, that's extra. The female reproductive cycle comes around once a month. For a man, it's every day. For each sexual act, the woman's one egg is matched by the man's 120 million sperm cells. Now let's do some calculation. 120 million sperm cells a day, every day, as opposed to one egg a month, every month, means, assuming all the cells are viable, that it will take only 30 men to impregnate all the women in the world. This points to one clear fact. A man is, by nature, polygamous. Monogamy and fidelity are unnatural situations promulgated by religious beliefs and social pressures. It's a known fact that women, for the most part, are more emotional than men. So it's natural that after a sexual encounter, she'll be attached. But because a man is visual and logical in nature, there's no emotion involved. For him, it's just a physical release that's got nothing to do with love. It's really quite simple. For a man, the physical and the emotional, two separate entities. And I'm proving using the Bible. Exodus 21 and 10. If he marries another woman, he must not deprive the first one of her food, clothing, and marital rights. If he does not provide her with these three things, then she shall go free without any payment. That is straight out of God's laws. A word straight out of God's statutes and his ideals and his commandments. The Lord, the creator of the world saying to us that if a man takes another woman, obviously telling us that they're going to be men, uh, obviously a majority of them, a lot of them that are going to take other women. And this is pure proof. If you just look at the scientific research on how many black men that you guys are saying are so-called cheating. I don't know a woman right now. And I know thousands of women. I don't know not one woman who is single who did not leave her man for so-called cheating. I'm talking about all of my aunties, all of my cousins. I'm talking about the single women with three and four kids, baby mamas. I'm talking about cousins, friends, and aunties that are baby mamas. They all left their man for so-called cheating. So obviously there is something in his nature 
Oh, Lord, help me preach this thing. Obviously, there's something in his nature to make him want another woman. Now, listen to this part right here. Please, women, I hope y'all not gone yet. Listen to this part right here. The women left the men. The men didn't leave the woman. I'm talking about almost in every case that I know. Every single woman, they left the man. So wait a minute. He was cheating with another woman, so-called cheating, sleeping with another woman, but he didn't leave you. So obviously he wanted you and her. What is in these men's nature? All of these men we've ever known, the guy that just came out recently, Ume Adoka, you hear about the stories all the time. Why he just didn't leave me alone? Why was he sleeping with this woman and want to sleep with her at the same time? And then who left who? Me alone left him. He didn't leave her. So in every situation that I know, every situation. The bland, particularly these black men, are sleeping with their wives or their baby mama, and then they have another chick on the side. And then the baby mama finds out and she leaves him. If he wanted to be with her, why'd he just didn't leave you? So obviously he wanted you and her. I'm not about sleeping with 50 women a year. I'm not, I'm not about getting married either, but I'm not 50 women a year. A nice three girl rotation works good for me. So if you notice, you watch my content now, it's a lot more relationship. And guys uh, say, say, damn, you make a lot of relationship content. It's not that I'm in a, a monogamous relationship. I do non-monogamous relationships, but I want to maintain those relationships. And there must be something in our nature to make us do this. I'm preaching to somebody right now, Ecclesiastics 3 and 18. I also said to myself, as for humans, God test them so that they may see that they are like the animals. Wait a minute. Something in our nature, our natural instincts. You are like the animals. Wait a minute. God said you are like the animals. Why am I like the animals? Because there are almost no monogamous animals on the planet. I'm talking about male animals. The female animals are particularly monogamous. All, go look it up. But if you go look up 99.9% .9 of the male animals on the planet, are non-monogamous, whether that be gorillas, lions, tigers, bears, whatever you want to name, the male animals are non-monogamous, but the female animals are monogamous. And God says right here in his word, Ecclesiasticus 3 and 18, that we are just like the animals. Look at this in Job 12, 7. This is one of my favorites too, but ask the animals and they will teach you. Ask the birds in the sky and they will teach you. Oh, okay, so go ask the animals and they will teach you your nature. Ask the birds in the sky. They will teach you your nature. What is your nature, black man? Men are not monogamous. Men in general are not monogamous. Leviticus 18, 18. Do not take your wife's sister as a rival wife and have sexual relations with her while your wife is still living. This is stating that you can have a rival wife. It just can't be your wife's sister while your wife is still living. This is crazy, right? This is God's word. Now, the first thing people are going to say is, I want I want to dispel a lot of things in this message right here. I talk about this, I talk about this topic frequently because I believe that the truth shall set you free. And I also believe that God's word uh, his plain text is to be followed no matter how we feel about it. You don't get to take some parts out and put some parts in. You don't get to say, oh, no, 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 the gay marriage probably going to take that part out. Oh, no, no, I want to eat shrimp, so I'm going to leave that part out. You don't get to take parts and put parts in and take whatever you want to put out, et cetera, et cetera. Also, the New Testament or the so-called New Testament and the letters written by Paul and the uh, apostles of the New Testament, those are not God's commandments. Those are, not, th th those are advice and commentary on God's commandments. But God's commandments supersede 
precedes anything that you read in the New Testament except for Christ. Oh, Lord, we're finna get in that in a minute. So let's start with adultery and fornication because many of the women are gonna say it's adultery and it's fornication to have these ideals or to have these uh, 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 lustful thoughts or to go sleep with another woman is adultery and it's fornication. Look at this, Isaiah 4 and 1. In that day, seven women will take hold of one man and will say, we will eat our own food and provide our own clothes, only let us be called by your name. This is a clear precept to Exodus 21 and 10. Because Exodus 21 and 10 says that if a man wants to take multiple women, he has to provide for her food and raiment. Well, Isaiah 4 and 1 says in the last day, seven women are going to take hold of one man and say, we got our own food, we got our own raiment, just be with us, be with us sexually. And we know this is already happening in the black world of America because it's happening in places like Atlanta right now where the women are doing well, the black woman is doing well because the white man has promoted her all over America. So the black woman has food. She has money. She has raiment. She said, look, I don't need no money. I just need you on Tuesday and you can have her on Wednesday and Thursday. That's literally happening in Atlanta right now. So this prophecy literally is unfolding right before your very eyes. So I'm not making them nothing. Also with the whole adultery aspect of it, why would God prophesy about adultery when it's God's laws? God's laws are against adultery. So it can't be adultery for a man to have multiple women because God wouldn't contradict his own laws. He wouldn't say that, oh, uh, it's adultery and then say, oh, go sleep with multiple women. That's crazy. And for you to think that is insane. Another point to prove that having multiple women is not adultery and it's not fornication. One point is that God prophesied that it would happen one day. Another point is that God in Exodus 20 says, Thou shalt not commit adultery. And then Exodus 21 says that you can have multiple wives. So he wouldn't contradict himself back to back in one chapter, one, one chapter and then do it in the next verse. That doesn't make any sense. And they live in a psychosis of monogamy. These men are not monogamous. Another pure proof point that having multiple women is not adultery is that Christ describes heaven in Matthew 25. <laughs> Christ describes the kingdom of heaven in Matthew 25 and 1 as a man having multiple women. It says that then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened to 10 virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet their bridegroom. So 10 women who are going to be married to one man. This is how Christ is literally likening, describing, giving an example of what heaven is like. You think Christ would give an example of what heaven is like using adultery? Are you insane? You people are insane. And the truth is, it's a hard pill for you to swallow because you grew up in white Western cultural European society where the man only has one uh, one woman. But in the Middle East and in Africa and in other nations, a man can have multiple women. Most men, if left to their own devices, want to have sex with as many women as possible. Men are designed to spread seed. We want quantity. Women are designed to protect their egg for the best seed. Women want quality. Hmm. We're very different. Do you think you're conditioned, though, just to see... Sex, like that's all men. Mm. All men, if given the opportunity, you have sex with as many girls as they can. The problem is that nine out of ten times they don't have the value, the skill set, and or the balls or determination to go out there and do it. Most guys are monogamous by force. Matter of fact, on that point, there has never been ever. You go look this up in history and go look it up right now, present day. There has never been a nation created by black people ever in the history of the world in ancient times and today. So meaning ancient e Egypt, ancient Ethiopia, ancient Ghana, ancient Israel till today, present day Ghana, present day Guyana or whatever country you want to use today where the black people are in charge. There has never been a country ever where the black man was required to have one wife. Never.
So not in the historical concept was the black man required to have one wife and not even in present day in the countries where black people are in charge are, is the black man required to have one wife. That's further proof, right? There's further proof. So I'm, I'm using you the Bible and I'm giving you real world examples. I'm showing you something here. When I showed you that all the single women you know are single because they man so-called slept with another woman, that should tell you, okay, so that means that 98% of the men in the whole world are either one another woman or sleeping with another woman because the man that they with, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. Every single woman, you know, if you know a thousand women and all of the men in all 100 uh, and 1,000 of those situations had another woman, then that means that men aren't monogamous. This is like the scientific research. What, what is that? Uh, observation, you know, hypothesis, and then conclusion. This is your conclusion. This would be, this is pure proof evidence. Oh God, help me preach this thing. Further proof that having multiple women is not adultery or fornication is because Moses had multiple wives and God literally gave his laws to Moses to give to the children of Israel. He wouldn't have, he would have told Moses to put away his other women if he, if, if he couldn't have multiple wives and follow God's laws correctly. These men follow God's laws. King David followed God's laws. Solomon followed God's laws. I, be, I <laughs> believe that in our religion, mm -hmm. it has got lost in translation. And I, and I warrant what I'm about to say. People say, oh, that's in the Old Testament. This is the New Testament mm -hmm. and things like that. There are some high valued men in the Bible that had a lot of favor from God mm -hmm. by having multiple wives mm -hmm. and multiple concubines. Mm -hmm. So you can't sit up here and say you want a man of God and not acknowledge the fact that, oh, in this society is socially accepted. But in the Bible, when you talk about David, mm -hmm. when you talk about Solomon, the mm -hmm. most the wisest person in all of earth, mm -hmm. he had the most wives anybody has ever had mm -hmm. and concubines. Mm -hmm. And David, when David was in battle, mm -hmm. he would go back to not only to save his wives, but to go back and protect his concubines. Mm -hmm. And so many other prominent men of the Bible who had multiple wives adhere to the words of God, follow God's commands. So it could not be adultery or fornication or a sin. What is sin? First John three and four says that sin is the transgression of God's laws, the breaking of God's laws. None of these men would break God's laws because they were prominent patriarchal figures of God and they loved God. They followed Yahuwah. They wouldn't just openly go break God's laws. Oh, Lord, help me preach this thing. Help me preach this thing. Christ said about God's laws, Matthew 5 and 17, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Christ said that the law will always be here and the prophets. So for all those people out there that says, oh, we don't have to follow the laws anymore, which is just insane because this is why we live in a lawless society. This is why the Christian church has homosexuals running around it. This is why the Christian church has no real standing. This is why you see people who are believers and who are Christians are more messed up than any other people on the planet earth. They don't have no actual real foundation to stand on. You go ask them, okay, if I'm, all right, I'm a Christian today. So now what are the rules? What, what can I do? And they just make up arbitrary things that you can't do. Things change every day. It changes every day. It's like blowing with the wind. There's no real foundational principles to stand on or to adhere by. And God's laws is what they're supposed to be following. Oh Lord, help me preach this Luke 16 and 16. The law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the gospel of the kingdom of God is being preached and everyone 
is forcing their way into it. But it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for a single stroke of a pen to drop out of the law. <laughs> Do you see this? And what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ, of Christ or of Yeshua or of the Messiah. The good news is he is your sacrifice, your sacrificial lamb. So when you sin, he is your sacrifice. But what is sin? Sin is the breaking of God's laws. So without God's laws, there is no sin. And without sin, there is no Christ. So if you take away the law, you take away sin, you take away Christ. No, Lord, help me preach this thing. Help me preach this thing. I think I hit every point that I wanted to make in this one, that having multiple wives is not fornication and it's not adultery because that is against God's laws. And God wouldn't have created, literally Exodus 20 says that thou shall not commit adultery. And then over in Exodus 21, it says that you can have multiple wives. God wouldn't have literally made a back to back in one verse saying you can't do something and then turning around and saying that you can in the next verse. It makes absolutely no sense unless except if having multiple wives is not adultery to God. And that's obvious based on the fact that many of the prophets and many of the foundational figures of the faith had multiple wives, they would not have broken God's laws. So lastly, before I let y'all go, right? They've been going around showing these studies, right? And they've been asking women, would you rather be a side chick or a concubine or an additional wife? Because that's all a side chick is, in a, is an additional wife. Would you rather be a side chick to a rich guy or a wife to a broke guy? And they've been going, oh, Lord, I hope y'all, oh, Lord, I, I know the men stay, especially the black men. I know y'all stay because this is your word right here. They've been going around asking the women, particularly the black women. I might have to find a video to put this in. They've been going around asking them, would you rather have or rather be a side chick, a concubine or an additional wife? Because all a side chick isn't is an additional wife, a concubine. Would you rather be an additional wife to a rich man or a permanent only wife to a broke man? Do you rather have a broke faithful guy or a rich cheater? Rich cheater, easily, yeah. You'd rather be cheated on and he just gives you money? Honestly, yes. All I need in life is clothes. Loyal boyfriend or rich cheater? You probably cheating for like three years. Rich cheater. You want a rich cheater? Yeah. Ladies, would you be a side chick for $2,500 a week? Yes. Where I signed a bed, I brought my own pen. You told me that earlier that when a man makes a million dollars, he can I, cheat. I told you I would side chick myself to a rich. And almost all of the women are saying, I'd rather be an additional wife to a rich man. Mm, Lord, help me preach this thing. And the truth is, black man, I want you to hear this part right here, is that the black woman or the women against this, the truth is, it's just that they don't hold you in high regards as they hold the rich man. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. The thing is that they, even if you have money, they don't believe you have power. They don't hold you in high regard as having any real power. Look, you can't even tweet what you want to say, Kyrie Irving. If you tweet something as a black man, you can be chastised. Even with Kanye West worth of billions of dollars, he got his money took just like that. So the black woman is saying that she doesn't hold your status in high regards enough for me to say that I'll be in addition wife to you because the truth is when she's asked the question when it's just her and the girls in the room would you have it uh, would you rather if, if, if he was rich would it be okay she'll say yes if he was well off and he was wealthy and he was rich and he was powerful if he was a king oh lord help me preach this thing she doesn't hold your status in america as high enough because the truth is the black man's status in america is diminished
your status is not what your status has always been over the whole world. You don't want this. But God has said, listen to me good, in Revelations 5 and 10, that you are kings and priests unto the Lord thy God. And you will reign and rule. So to, so to God, you are you're going to reign and rule. To God, you are a ruler. To God, to God, you're a king. Every single king, every single emperor, every single sultan, every single conqueror since the dawn of human time had more than one woman. All of them. Matter of fact, Psalms 82 and 6 says that ye are God. To God, you are God. You, you understand what I'm saying? You are an extension of him. To God, you have a high status. To God, your stature is, is great. It's massive. Your rulership and your reign is forever. God looks at you differently than a black woman looks at you. You don't want this. Y'all can't hear what I'm saying. Her idea of you is too small. It's too diminished. See, she can only see you what they portray of you, how they have, when in the status they have given to you, but not the status that God has given to you. Kings can do whatever they want. Kings have rulership. She go to work every day to her boss and listen to everything that he got to say. But when she come home, she tell you, you ain't got to listen to nothing that you got to say. Kings have rulership. You don't want to hear what I'm saying. Gods have rulership. Gods have reign and have power. They can have whatever they want. Kings have multiple women. They can take any woman they want. Y'all don't want this. This is too much. This is too much. Oh, Lord, this is too much. Second Samuel 12 and 8. I gave you your master's house to you. And I gave your, you your master's wives into your arms. And if that had been too little, I would have given you more. God has said that I, <laughs> look, you a king to God. You a God to God. You a priest unto the Lord thy God. I want you to understand what I'm saying, black man. It is the ideals and the principles that this world has placed on us that make us like, so that we're diminished, that we're not worth anything. Matter of fact, I remember seeing a video long ago where a woman said he doesn't deserve even one wife. This is how she really feels about you. You don't even deserve one wife. Matter of fact, the black woman thinks that when she gives you to her, that she's the prize and not you. Oh, Lord, help me. When you are the prize. Oh, Lord, I thank you. God, I thank you. Men are not monogamous. We're not. And particularly black men, we are like the lions. And the greater the lion, the more lioness he have. So the greater the men, the greater the man, the more women that he have. I don't care what y'all got to say. I'm just telling you what it is. Every time I do a video like this, I lose followers. I lose subscribers. Um, I get nothing but negative comments. And, and yet I continue to preach it. Three years straight now, I continue to preach about it with no fear, <laughs> with no doubt, because I am not in it for the money. I am not in it for the followers or the views or the grandizement. I am in it for God's word and God's word alone. I am in it for the truth and the truth shall set you free. If the lion is the king of the jungle, how can he be the king of the jungle? If he's not the biggest, the elephant is probably one of the biggest. He can't be the fastest because that's a cheater. He can't be the smartest. So he's not the biggest, the fastest or the smartest. So how does a lion become the king of the jungle? It's mentality. That's the only difference of a lion and an elephant. When a lion walks up and sees an elephant, he thinks lunch. An elephant thinks run. <laughs> and it's all mentality. Because when a male lion walks up, he may be outnumbered by a pack of hyenas. But I'm king of my jungle because of my mentality.
Hey guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Almost every other day someone asks, hey Leo, how can we support you? You can support by subscribing at ministries.leodunson.com and you will get my exclusive channel there. You can support me over there or you can also support by Cash App. Cash App, money sign, Leo Dunson. You can also go to leodunson.com slash donate. All of your gifts, all of your uh, donations, uh, you you honestly don't know how much I appreciate it. I, I can't even articulate it in words how grateful I am for someone to donate and sow into this ministry. It really, truly is a blessing to have people that support you. May the glory of God and his blessings be upon you. Shalom. Shalom.